If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Oh, yeah. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old now, I'm on time. Gotta keep a cool. You know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, I ain't gonna hold y'all. I've been going through some things. Duke, I need them shoulders. Okay. I need them shoulders. <laughs> Running back. Hey, Run I back. need them shoulders. <laughs> Running back, turbo. I've been going through some things, bro. Been like through some it's things. been a minute. Anything for my knee, though. I've been going through some things. My knee's taking wounded. He gonna get it. Come on, dude. Come on. I'll be the one to take the risk and go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make the plan. Knowing my mother getting old now, I'm kind of time. Gotta keep a couple for the road and rest left behind. Yeah. To the hundred yo what's the deal y'all hope all is well welcome back to another episode i'm duke i'm omar i'm amber i'm jalan and this is another episode of nice and neat as you guys see we have a very, very, very special guest here today. Uh, we have Miss Amber Riley here today. Amber is, I know Amber. We go way back. We go way back. We got an incredible relationship. I've watched Amber's career soar. When you watch somebody's career soar like this, you actually kind of like forget their accolades. <laughs> so excuse me as I kind of just like run through a couple of these right quick. Um, Amber is, first and foremost, she's a Los Angeles native. Hello. So like, let's up. give some credit Hello. to the best coast, a.k.a. the West Coast. Oh, she, and she came by. You know, and throwing it up. The number her, one podcast in L.A. How about that? Amber came and blessed the number one podcast in L.A. That's right. Okay. So like, let me, like I said, let me run through these accolades right quick. Amber is a two-time Grammy-nominated artist. Hello. Amber is a singer-actor as well. Hello. She's a singer and an actor. Let me not combine those. She's a singer and an actress. Uh, she's the winner of Dancing with the Stars. What season was that? Hello. Season 17. Season 17. Come on now. And she also was in a Lifetime original, Single Black Female. Come on now. Jeez. So, Amber, Decorated. thank you for great Let's clap it up for Amber today. one time. Absolutely. Let's clap it up. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's, up. she's definitely working. <laughs> she's definitely working. So, Amber, how are you? Talk to us, man. Tell us how you feeling. How you, like, like, like being on nice and neat, first and foremost. Also, I apologize, guys. We are in the middle of representing Women's mm -hmm. International Women's Month, yeah. and we are gracing, Amber's gracing us with her presence here today on the nice and neat set, and I'm excited. I'm excited. She's going to give us so much game today. We're going to be running through so many different things. I know that our female audience really loves the perspective of women, mm -hmm. and we understand that. Granted, 
our audience is tailored towards men, but however men get that message, whether it's through the women you're with or whether it's through your mother, we want you to get that message. So again, Amber, what's up? What what's the hell up? is Thank up? Talk that talk. Absolutely. Single black female. Yes. Are you a single, single? black female? I am a single black female. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am. I'm a single black female, but I'm not a crazy one. Not Wait, like, the, long, not like, the, like movie. the movie. How, where, how long, okay, have you always been single or is it a recent thing? I'm recently single, oh, yeah. Now, how's that going? Um, Was it a bad breakup? <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go there. Let's go there. <laughs> oh, or, or is it cordial? It was amicable. Ooh, okay. Okay. amicable. I got a crazy okay. story about that word. <laughs> I got a crazy story. It's a very PC word. But That's yeah, crazy. It was, it, was, it was amicable. I wish... Wishing the best. I don't have anything, you know, horrible okay. or bad to say. Yeah. 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 And that's a really like fair position to be in. You know, when you say like choose yourself, a lot of people kind of think it's, it's kind of, we all know that, hey, like it's just logical for someone to choose themselves. But a lot of times when we're dealing with somebody, we, it, it's different when we're in the fire and they mm -hmm. choose themselves. Yeah. You know, and then we got to like say, man, does this person, is he for me or is she for me? That's a really realistic like confrontation that we have to have with ourselves. But like, talk about your story, though. Like, talk about your career. How'd you end up, you know, what, what got you started? We were talking a little bit off camera, and you said you kind of just, it kind of, for, for you, it kind of just happened, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, like, t t run, run us through that. Walk us through that. I, I think that um, a lot of the times um, when people make it in certain positions in life, we don't account for, like, luck or mm -hmm. somebody, or, or, you know, some people may say purpose or, you know, God's plan, mm -hmm. but... Sometimes the, whatever it is that you call it, when the when the the uh, the what is this, what what's that saying when the iron strikes or when the gotta, whatever the, the word when is, the iron's hot you gotta strike you gotta strike, hot, you gotta strike. Yep. Mm. and um, I think I was just always in the right place mm. at the right time mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I've always made the best decisions um, for myself in my career and I tried my best not to compromise mm -hmm. what it was that I want. Um, being a plus size, dark skinned black woman, you know what I'm saying, who is who is black, looks black, you know, I'm not racially ambiguous, which is a lot of what Hollywood wanted. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't let that deter me from going after what it was that I wanted and mm -hmm. who I knew that God created me to be, which is a star. Mm -hmm. Like, Come on then, star. You know, mm -hmm. God was like, you, and, and not just for the sake of, not an ego thing, not just for the sake of being a star, but my work is to be a star. My work is to be an entertainer, but my purpose has always been to reach back. I mentor young girls, mm -hmm. you know, especially young girls that look like me, that want to be in the industry, that feel like there is no way. Mm -hmm. You know, I am their representation. I'm the one that you can look at and say, hey, it may have been a hard road for her to get there, but she was consistent. Mm -hmm. And she persisted and she didn't take, you know, no to, to make it mean that I wasn't supposed to be in the room. Mm -hmm. I let it mean, oh, you're just going to have to work harder. You're going to have to prove you're going to have to prove that you're supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. So um, there's just a difference between my purpose and my job. I just use my job to let it be a light so that people can see, you know, my actual purpose is to make this world so much better. Mm -hmm. I yeah. want to leave this world so much better than it mm -hmm. was, you know. Yeah. While I was here. Yeah, I know Jalan touched on some of the things that you've, uh, just like your successful career, you know, thus far in your life. And I know you mentioned, you know, sometimes there is luck or God's favor, whatever it is that you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even when those opportunities do come, wherever they come from, however they come from, you do have to be prepared. So, mm -hmm. like, it is, there is an aspect, a part of you that 
is like hardworking and diligent about your craft. And it has to be, right? Because yes. if those opportunities come and you're not working, you're not prepared, you'll never be able to capitalize on them. So I think I, I would like to just talk about like your, your preparation and how you go about preparing and working on your craft. Man, it's been a journey. Because <laughs> it didn't start out that way. Because yeah. I'm, you know, when you have a natural talent, for a mm. long time, you'll let your natural talent carry you. Mm. But then there comes a point where, okay, now you're having vocal issues. And now, <laughs> and mm. now, like, your body is not able to carry you through mm. what, what you need to do on this tour. So now you got to get up and work out. Mm -hmm. Now you have to, you know, cut back on the alcohol. Now you, <laughs> now you got to sing every day and you got to find a vocal coach. So I had, to, it was a learning, it was a learning experience. The deficit is what kind of taught me okay, this is where you got to pick up the slack. And now you have to prepare because there's been, I'll give one example. Kind of, it wasn't really my fault, but kind of was a little bit. My passport was expiring. The pandemic hit. I knew that my passport was expiring. Mm. I needed to go and get my passport renewed. I booked a job. It was a series, series regular and I could not, they booked me for it. I could not take that job mm. because my passport, mm. I was going to have to film in Canada and my, and Canada don't play. No, Canada's no. <laughs> Even with the vaccine too. Yeah. No, they, Canada does not yeah. play. And because of the you know pandemic, usually I could call and just be like, Hey, can somebody expedite, you know, getting my passport because of the pandemic, all the federal buildings were closed. Yeah. So I literally had to pass on that job mm. because so preparation yeah. is, absolutely key yeah and you, not even just for your career that's like for real life yeah. you everything you're the passport you know, I mean? you know? I, it's kind of like yeah. that it's that uh you know stay ready so you never gotta get ready exactly facts, you know so exactly. especially if you are you know what's going on ahead mm -hmm. of time i do want to highlight though i'm looking at amber's finger i want to bring attention to it we both have <laughs> band-aids on <laughs> this was not planned so if you guys are watching this right now, you know, you guys are thinking like, why did they have We didn't bandage? get in a fight or anything. No, we didn't get in a fight. She cut, she cut her up. hand. I cut my hand. <laughs> I'm playing, you know, God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. But I do want to um, ask you something. Uh, you had mentioned, you know, as a, you said, as a plus size black woman. Mm -hmm. Right. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What, what are some things that you do to, like, specifically reinforce that mindset for people like you, right, that consider themselves plus size, right? Because, like, because that's a real thing. You know, that's mm -hmm. the thing that we're, it's like, everyone doesn't have to deal with that. We don't really know the type of, um, mental battles that people go through, yeah. you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, or right? how do you make sure that women like you that consider themselves plus size and to even take it a step further, consider themselves plus size black women, you know, how do you um, reinforce them that mindset to be, you know, how do they still be confident? How do they still feel like they can provide value to the world? Right. I feel like everyone feels like, you know, we can all feel like they're valuable, but like internally we don't know how they feel. So what are you doing or how do you specifically reinforce that? I, I think for me, um, I never want to make it seem like I have it all together mm -hmm. and that I just know everything and I'm just perpetually yeah. joyous and, and happy all the time. Uh, Self-love and self-acceptance has been a very long journey and mm -hmm. one that is, you're always going to be on that journey. You're always going to be on a mental health journey. We're always going to be learning and growing. So um, one thing that I, I try to instill in my girls is um, 
the way that you talk about yourself, mm -hmm. the way that you talk to yourself. Um, I, I I I always try to be real with them about how I feel because there have been there have been times where I didn't feel like I was supposed to be in the room, but there's also this conscious knowing that I am. Mm -hmm. You know, even if I don't feel that way, feelings are not facts. Mm. You know, and I and I I, I, I stress that with people that feelings mm -hmm. are just not facts. That doesn't mean I could feel like I'm not doing enough, which often I do. I can feel like I'm not successful enough, which, you know, sometimes I feel that's not that's not facts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I always remind myself and I, I tell them to remind themselves that your your body is not the sum of who you are. Mm. And me being on um, I was on Glee, which was like a a a TV show phenomenon, like it was nothing like it on television. No, the whole never. freaking world was watching. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was the only black girl and the only plus size girl on that show. Yeah. I was thrust into being the spokesperson for what that is, mm -hmm. and I didn't even know what I felt about my body. Wow, yeah. this so was like, <laughs> like before, like the whole really real talk. Like I think body positivity, mental mm -hmm. health, all of those things are at the forefront of like now. Now it was yeah, not yeah, the yeah. case. That wasn't the case ago. then. Yeah. No. People so, literally yeah. hated seeing me on TV shots. Mm. Yeah, but understanding that though, did you ever feel like, you know, being like the only mm. plus size on my, uh, person on TV, right? Did you ever, or just being a plus size person in general, do you feel like you you have to have like a bigger personality than most people, or, or be like more intelligent, or just like give more to feel like yo, like to to make yourself, I, I guess, like stand out, stand out. I think. Um, I've always been as as much as I am like this person that's on TV and like loves the stage and mm -hmm. like loves the camera. I'm actually an introvert. Okay. So no, I didn't like the, t the attention that I got off of the screen. Okay. I I just want to go back to my regular. Yeah, life. I was gonna ask you like, nah, you, but you can't though. Look, I'm telling you, Amber. First and foremost, Amber's been a star. Yeah. But Amber's been a star like. Just to like her friends, her family, and we yeah, just yeah. knew like, nah, she's bigger. She's bigger than this. Yeah, I yeah. met Amber performing in a room that started with thirteen people. Mm -hmm. So like, Amber would just be singing. We'd be like, man, she is amazing. And like, those rooms grew, and then the rooms in her life continued to mm -hmm. just grow. But she's always been Amber. Like, I big star energy. Yeah, I don't just have big 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 star energy. energy. Yeah. Big star energy. I got a song called Big Girl Energy. Oh shit! Oh, okay, she does. I do. She does. I, have a song called BGE. I was listening to that, getting some, getting some, <laughs> some inspiration. I was watching single black female listening to Big Girl Energy, getting some inspiration. Where did, where did, where did Big Girl Energy come from? Where did you just like want to outwardly just own that? Like this is me. I cannot really say where that came from. Say where That's it came it. from. We on the podcast. Speak your truth. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speak hey, if you need a drink, if you need another drink, you can just grab that cup right there. Yeah, you know, that's, that's that, why it's there. That's, that's all. That's all you that's need. Why it's big girl energy, BGE. <laughs> big girl energy. I feel like I know what she's gonna say though. Big, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what big girl say. energy came from me being in the studio and just really talking shit because I was I was dealing with somebody that felt like I needed their love and their attention because I was a bigger girl, and it's like. Mm. It's like you was the one settling. Not even that. Like you're not the only nigga I'm dealing with. Mm. Like, do you really? You on the roster, fam? Yeah. Hey. Hey, you on the roster, hey, fam? Hey, like what? <laughs> Let them know. Women got rosters too. Like just to give you a heads up. Yeah, like, please, and, and, please, and, please. And, we play the same game. And like, no, honestly, like it was, it was on I, the song. It says, you know, this ain't the weekend. It's time to move on. Yeah. 
You tell me I'm warm, yeah, but nigga, when you leaving? Like, mm. that's the that's the opening line. Mm. <laughs> and I was talking some real... On, so that's, that's, where, that's where it kind of... That's where it kind of stemmed to, from, like, just kind of talking shit and being yeah. like, do you honestly really think that I am sitting at home crying? Do you think tears would flow? And you watched me while I was asleep. Let it go. That's life. Like that's really what the song is about. You see it's, how she's just working. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That, that <laughs> all stem from that all stem from people thinking that like, you know, if you're a certain type of woman, you can't be confident. Mm-hmm. That's where it stemmed from, you know. And I think it's important for people like you to speak up and say, yeah, yeah, we can be confident, and we don't have to um, try to step outside of ourselves to, you know, get that kind of attention or to draw like just like bring notoriety to ourselves, right? You could just be confident and, you know, love who you are and, and, and be confident in your skin. Mm-hmm. Right? And nobody really knows if confidence is fake or real. Mm. Like, it's just it's, it's mm. just how you present yourself. And I always was like, you know, even, like I said, feelings are facts. Even if I'm not feeling it that day, I'm going to present, present myself in a certain way. Mm. False you enthusiasm. Know? We talk about that here on the show, just about mm. being a pro. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, 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 that just comes with it sometimes. Yeah. You got to put it on. You said you said something about how, how you speak to yourself. And I think that just kind of speaks to that and the consistency. So like when you have your days and you're just not feeling yourself, what are some of the things that you tell yourself that somebody can even adopt into their own <laughs> mantras? To move forward with their with their to fake it till you make it essentially. Yeah, I mean, I I, I literally get up and it's and there's a there's a uh, there's a thing called cognitive dissonance, right? Well, I don't want to lie to myself. I'm not lying to myself. These are things that I actually believe in the things that I'm actually confessing. So when I say I am beautiful, I am beautiful. I'm not beautiful based on anybody's marker, mm-hmm. based on it on a comparison to anyone else. I'm beautiful because I deserve to say that I'm beautiful because I'm a living, breathing human being. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. So like, that's what I, I say to myself every single day. If, even if that is standing in the mirror naked, looking at all of my imperfections and saying, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I know that I talk about that. I know that I, I may not give that place in, on my body you know, the respect that it deserves, but I love it because this is my body and this carries me through every single day. Mm-hmm. And I deserve to feel that way. Like, these are the things, this is the way that I have to, to speak to myself because we live in a world that tells us the complete opposite. You know, even if it's just being black in general, mm-hmm. we live in a world that tells us that this is not beautiful, that this is, you know, that this is not great. So I have to reaffirm myself every day. When did, when did, when would you say that you got found like that confidence to like walk and be confident in your own skin? Because I think that comes at different times for all of us. Mm-hmm. Like I could say I look back on my on my adolescence, um, my adolescent time, and say oh, I was confident. I played sports, but really, like I really gained ultimate confidence in my later twenties. Mm-hmm. You know, like and when I think when I think back, reflect now, like a lot of it was. Fake. I was, you know, I was like bravado, boasting yeah. bravado, you know. So <laughs> what? You know, so like, when when would you say that you found that confidence, or is it something that you're still finding today? I think it's a, I think it's an everyday thing for me. Yeah. I'm a, I, I, I'm a, I'm a confident person because I don't just find confidence in the outside things, and I don't just work on. The outside, I really, really work on the inside. Mm-hmm. I work on how I treat people. I work on how I talk to people. You know, how I love on people. I work on how I talk to myself. Being a good person, you know, just in general, those are the things that are important. And I don't know if 
I've had to be that way because I didn't feel beautiful and I didn't feel, you know, like my outside was enough. So I don't know if I just went in. No, I can't even say that. I can't even let you get away with that because some people who are just extremely talented just be like, I can be who I am <laughs> because of my talent. Amber, you've always been but extremely I talented. And I wanted to say, because oh was speaking about, like, I, I got my confidence kind of as mm. adolescence. I may not have been like, like I really feel it, but sometimes your your talent or something that people expect you to be good at, if you could be good at that, that can kind of mask your yeah. lack of confidence in certain areas. Oh, absolutely. I think I found a lot of confidence in my talent. Definitely. Yeah. You've always been an incredible person, though. Like, mm. you've been one of the best people that I know. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. And one of the most consistent. By the way, y'all talk about fake people in L.A. I want to let y'all know. these. Everybody up here is actually L.A. or greater L.A. or right outside of L.A. natives. Mm -hmm. I give love to the IE, too, as mm -hmm. well. I don't want to miss them. But, like, y'all say people in L.A. is fake. <laughs> hey, look, Amber has been solid. <laughs> From the beginning. Y'all don't know people from L.A., man. Yeah, y'all know people from L.A. Y'all know people that moved, know people LA. moved to L.A. Yeah, 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 for sure. Speaking of L.A., Amber, you single now. We got to touch on this. Oh, my God. Come on. How's dating in L.A. for you? Horrible. Mm. Mm. Horrible? That was I've, I've, never, I've never dated, I've never <laughs> dated you, anyone yeah. from L.A. You never? You know what? I, to play devil's advocate, <laughs> I feel like... People that live, every, every woman from everywhere says the, the men in her city are terrible. Mm. Every, everyone, like people in New York say the same thing about their men. People in Atlanta say the same mm. thing about their men. People in Miami say the same thing. People in LA. So it's just like, yo, we just so, so used to the people we're around. Mm. And we just think that everyone outside of the area that we in is better. But everyone complained about the people around. I won't, I won't say that. Most I think people, that LA people. men are horrible. That's, I, they just don't approach me. Mm. Okay. How do how do how do dudes holler at you? Because I know they holler in some way or another. I mean, how do you get hollered at? DMs are like, I have a homegirl, and they're like, oh, you know, what's up with you know, what's up with Amber? I've had like guys come up to me at a bar, you know. What do you prefer? But never LA. I would I would rather somebody come up to me when I'm out because when I'm out, I'm really cute. I'm pressed. Yeah. <laughs> really, I'm pressed. I, I put dress, my shit on. I dress to impress. Put it on. Okay. Yeah. These these heels are not on. For no reason. For no reason. No, seriously. If I got on heels, approach me. If I got on sneakers, I'm chilling with my girls. Leave me alone. Oh. <laughs> why, why, what's the difference? What's the difference? Hey, y'all heard that, fellas? <laughs> hey, sneakers, no, 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 don't no. try I'm it. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I would rather just be in, approached in person. But, it, it, yes, honestly, it don't really matter. Yeah. Really but matter. The, the, if we vibe, we vibe. But the dating experience, though, in L.A., like... It's not great. Is that is that a you thing, or you think that's just kind of the general landscape? I think it's the general landscape. There's just more. There's more men to women, you know. So like, I I just feel like men don't feel like they have to really try hard, which you guys don't. Mm -hmm. You have to want to, but there's just more y'all to us. Y'all got more choices than we do, mm. so we just don't. Oh, you mean it's more of y'all 
No, it's more of men uh, than... You mean, you mean it's more it's more women available? More women. I feel like there's more women. They're, they say it's like... Two to one seven, or something. Yeah, it's no, like seven to one Yeah, or it's like seven like or eight oh, to that's one. That's crazy. Some, yeah, <laughs> so, it really to, is. To uh, one woman, so like... Oh, yeah, black. Or, we talk about the black community. We talk about incarceration. We talk about death. We talk about a lot of yeah. other stuff. So when it comes to like... Women, it's just... I don't know. It's just... I, don't, I just feel like you guys have... The, have the power of, cho- of choice. Yes, and I think that's what it is, yeah, right? I yeah. think that just kind of the the dynamic, the male female dynamic, is that we are we we are the choosers, yeah. Essentially, mm-hmm. so like if we kind of reverse the roles, it'd probably be different. If you just reverse that one role, mm-hmm. it'd be different. So if I'm a man and I'm waiting for people, I'm waiting for the woman that's attracted to me to court me. Then I'm probably not going to see as many women as mm-hmm. if I'm the the person that's going to get the women. Yeah. Because I'm acting on impulse or I'm acting on as soon, as soon as I think about it, I'm gone. So I think that's a big big reason. I got yeah. a taboo question for you. Yes. Have you explored dating outside of your race, or how you feel about that? I love black men. Okay. Let's okay. that on that. Let's <laughs> that on that. That's that on that. You know, okay, I, I, that I, I, I had to ask just so, just so, because I think that's, that's something that we talk down. about. We talk about it a lot. Sorry. We talk about it a lot. We talk about um, just the black family, mm-hmm. you know, and just like I, me personally, I feel like that's a part of loving yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you love yourself by looking in your reflection, which is your person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so like. We are a mirror to one another. Mm-hmm. We, we definitely are. In, in general as human beings, but just to have someone that has the same experiences and having someone that uh, understands, having someone that can push you in a certain way because they understand what you've been through and they know how far you, know, how far you can go mm-hmm. based on limitations that we just know sometimes are there. But I mean, I have, I have homegirls and cousins that date outside their race. I don't find anything wrong with it. I've just, and I've Going out on dates with you know men of other races, I just don't connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just don't don't connect. Yeah. So like, there's okay. So we're all aware of just a lot of the issues that that black women can have with dating black men, mm-hmm. right? And a couple of things I've heard is that you know black men don't like black women. Um, you know, black men don't do X, Y, Z, right? We don't work like it's a lot of things. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if a woman is going through all that, and she is going through all that stuff and she keeps running into like issues with dating black men mm-hmm. and she's like trying hard to stick with black men, but it's just not working. What do you, what would you like suggest that she do? I mean, it's, that's so individual for each person because it, it also de- depends on the level of trauma that you've dealt with. Because I, I understand if you're dealing with it, it's like a pattern. Like if you find a certain pattern with the same person that you're dating, you probably are going to try to divert and, and, and go somewhere else. And I can't fault anyone for, mm-hmm. for doing that. Go where the love is. Go where, where the, the love, love is. is. Just go where the love is. Um, or you feel appreciated. But if it's, if it's a, 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 a thing of like a pride thing or like yeah. a... A, a, a goal that you have, like yeah. I want to be, you know, be with someone that's healed. Mm-hmm. Be with somebody that's healed, most Fine. importantly. But and I, and I feel like that's why my my dating pool is smaller because I'm not gonna be with somebody that's not healed. 
you've never been to therapy or had some kind of counseling, mm. you've never talked to anybody about you're not unpacking trauma, mm. you mm. know, from your past, because whatever it is happening in your personal life, that's going to show up in your relationship. It's going to show up with the person that you're the closest to. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's the just, a, it's a, yeah, it's an irrefutable fact. Mm -hmm. The person that you are the closest to is going to be the person that's going to deal with, with your baggage the most. Ooh, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. Halftime's a little thing we be doing around here. What's the deal, y'all? Welcome back to the Nice and Neat Halftime Show. I'm your host, Omar. And as you can see, we have an amazing host here in Amber Riley. And uh, we're going to get into our Dim the Rules section. It's going to be a little bit different today. But actually, you know what? Before I even swing it to Duke, man, I got something serious to bring up, right? Like, I need y'all to come closer. Come a little closer. Come a little closer. This is serious. Check this out. I went over the analytics and I looked. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, all right? But I've noticed that 45.9% of our audience that is watching our YouTube videos every week is not subscribed to our channel. Mm -hmm. So I want to let y'all know that the most important thing that you guys could do for us right now in this moment is subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I know we mention it all the time, but I just checked the analytics before we started the show, man. And I just want to reiterate that and drive that in home to y'all because you guys are our family. We sit up here every week, give you guys free game. Free game. We bring on amazing guests to give you free game, share your share our experiences. The least y'all could do is subscribe to our channel, fam. The, so, the, the least. The least. And the, the most. Hey. And the most. And the most. And the most. Seriously. If you don't want Omar to pull up on you at your house, then subscribe. Because I'll pull up, fam. Yeah, y'all see his workout videos. Hey, hey, no, <laughs> seriously. Seriously. With that said, man, let's get into the halftime show the only way we know how, man. Dude, take it away. All right, man. So we're not even going to waste no more time. Amber? Yes. Amber? Yes. We're not going to waste no more time. Talk to me. <laughs> Talk to me. Yeah. We want to know, as women, as a woman, mm -hmm. as a black woman, successful black woman, what are the motherfucking rules? <laughs> what are the rules for approaching men? Gosh. It's mm. a good question, boy. I don't. Think that there's anything wrong with expressing interest interest like I, I think that there I'm not pursuing a man but I think that it is imperative to kind of let him because you guys kind of have all the pressure in like approaching I'm glad you said that you guys do it's a lot of pressure and that that's a and and I think women need to understand like there's a fear of rejection there too oh man I'm glad you said so, that man. so so sometimes you can make it a little bit easier by at least saying. And, and hey. when women compliment you, that's really them like shooting their shot. Really? So if they're like, oh, your shoes are nice. Like, <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. That's so we're easy. letting you know. So approach. Like we're, we're opening the door for you to be whatever. But I, I mean, I've asked a guy to, to get drinks before. That's not. How did that go? How did that situation? How did. But you know, you know, <laughs> we were all no, we were all in a group and we were all sitting around and we were vibing. And I was like, you want to go get a you want me and you to go and get a drink? Like, let's go get a drink. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. A little there approach. Just yeah, a little. just because it's it's not saying let's get married. No, nah, <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, that I want some alone time. Yo, yeah. 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 Like, let's get if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. 
At participating McDonald's. But well, like, what's the, what's the rules though? Like, okay, like can, can let's you say, DM hold on. or Look, you like photos? Like, right, what is it? Because let's say, let's do you say, comment underneath posts? yeah, do you comment underneath posts? It's, there's levels to it. Because you know, like, let's say a woman is like, you know what? Ah, I'm just gonna do it myself. You know, like like that. There's still a way you gotta go about it, right? I you can't just so. be like, hey, yo, like. I think that that's more. For, <laughs> I think it's more for y'all to to say like. I mean, and, and it depends on the person because I think also if you're too aggressive, you can end up with someone that never initiates anything. Mm, so there you go. It, you 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 it, you kind of have to like rule number one. Yeah, is deep. <laughs> you gotta you gotta know who it is that you're. You gotta let them express with. some interest too. Yeah. Right. If he's if we like I said there was a vibe there and he was very interested. Eye contact. You know what I'm saying? A touch on the a leg or the mm-hmm. arm while we're talking. I'm like oh, okay. So I just asked him, do you want to, you know, you want to go get a drink? Because everything yeah. was kind of dying down, and I still wanted to talk to him. Yeah, is there a such thing as kind of just setting the play up and letting them complete it, like letting them finish the play, or is it just like I'm gonna run the play, I'm a, I'm finish the play myself, and then we are gonna go from there? I think you just gotta play it by ear. I don't know if there's like set rules for it. Okay, every situation is different. Yeah, every situation I, is yeah. different. What, what I hear though is like, at some point you have to, you show interest to see if he show interest. Because yes. like if. I think if a dude like you and he just shows like, okay, the door's open, like, I could go slide a little further. Yeah. I could slide a little further. And you kind of like, it's like, you know, going back, it's like tennis a little bit. You're going back, you kind of going back and forth, okay, the ball's in your court now. So what That's I, what I'm saying, yeah. I, I feel like it should be tennis. I know some women who are extremely reserved and they be like, oh, well, he never, he never did nothing. And it's like, well, I mean, you got to be a back and forth. You gotta give a game. little. You gotta give. You gotta give a little big girl energy back. You yeah. Know? You, gotta yeah. <laughs> you gotta look. Well, I mean, even even as a guy, like we want people to play. You know, yeah. play the game with us, it's, right? Because yeah. if, if I, what I don't like is I'm gonna try to approach you, and then you just kind of you tr- you trying to make me work harder and harder mm-hmm. and harder instead of giving me something to work with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now I don't want it. Yeah. You know, but I think that if I give you something and then you take that, and you say okay, like I'm gonna give you. Some, I ain't gonna give you everything, but I give you something back. Yeah. Okay. Now now it's my turn. I think that no. we've also lost the art. Like, I love watching um, shows, like old shows from, like, the 18th century or whatever, because they knew the art of flirting. Yeah. Mm. Like, they knew how to flirt. We've mm. completely lost the Nailing art female. of, of mm-hmm. yes, we've completely lost the art of, of flirting and being coy and, like, mm. they literally were teaching these women how to do mm. that back in the day. I, I just, I don't feel like we do that. Now it's just, like... We banging or nah? Like, mm. <laughs> it's, there's no like. Do you feel like that? Is, is, that's on both sides, on the man and woman side. Or do you feel like it's much less flirting going on with women, or? I feel like it's both. Yeah. I feel like everybody's so like. Well, you know what? That's crazy. It's it's, it's almost it's just like evolved because mm-hmm. I feel like a version of flirting now is like liking a photo. Yep. Or commenting, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, I mean, I think or even just responding to like a story. That's that's yeah. it's, it, it, that's, that's flirting. Re- reposting something yeah. big they did. <laughs> yeah. That's flirting. Oh that's flirting. I'm, I'm such a communicative person. Yeah. Like I like to communicate. Of yeah. course. So I say what <laughs> I say, yeah. and maybe they, that may be too strong for some some well, men. That yeah. might that may come off a little bit too strong. For sure. Well, we're all from the same era, so we all believe in that. But what yeah. I'm saying is, I think that like just. <laughs> What's the world the way yeah, the world is going? It's yes. changing a little it's bit. Changing. What are some Following other reasons? Fun. What are some other reasons, or not other reasons, but what are, you, what are some reasons you think of that you can think of that a woman might say, you know what, that's not the place for me. That's not the position I ever want to be in, and I'm going to leave it strictly up to. Them. I'm not going to give them nothing. Like, what are some of those reasons why? Not you, but a woman mm. you may know, or just general would, would like take that position. I think old fashioned values. Okay. I think. Um, I think uh, the fear of looking thirsty. Mm. 
um, fear of being taken advantage of mm. because there is that fear of like, well, if I let him know I like him too much, you know, then he can, he know he got me open now. Mm. So like he could just play the game. Like he don't mm. have to work because as men and I could be wrong, but like, I, I do feel like you guys want some kind of leadership position in that or some right. kind of position where, you know, you made that decision. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying? You made the decision and I don't want to make it seem like I made you make that decision. Mm. So let me ask y'all to, to our listeners and to our viewers. All right. So every if you're a woman right now, I want you to answer in the comments. <laughs> if you do not, if you don't like approaching men, what's the reason? Is it because you're intimidated? Is it because you don't want to look thirsty? Is it because you don't want to undermine men? Mm. Is it because you have classic old school values? Whatever it is. Let us know in the comments right now what you think is the reason why you don't approach men. Not saying it's bad, but let us know right now. <laughs> and uh, but, but before before we conclude, let's just clarify: what's the rule? What's the rule? You can can you can you or can't you? Or can you or can't you approach a man? You can. Them the rules. Them the Them's rules. rules. Okay. <laughs> with that said, we're going to conclude this week's halftime show and get into the rest of the show the only way we know how. That's with some positive energy, some positive vibrations, and a smile, of course. Second half. Let's go. So, Amber, I've been following you for some time, you know, I, probably since the beginning of Instagram. Uh, one thing, though, that I noticed year after year, and it's been, it's been for some time now, I've seen you progressively become more and more open with your mental health, more specifically within your anxiety. We actually did a quick centering mm-hmm. um, by placing our hand over our heart and just breathing, probably did that for about a minute, and just kind of releasing that anxiety. What, what, when did you start noticing that anxiety became an issue for you? Especially you've been on some of the biggest stages in the entire world. Mm-hmm. And for anxiety usually that's like a really debilitating thing for people mm-hmm. have you ever missed a show because of it have you ever missed something because your anxiety just became that overwhelming for you yes yeah, so um i i realized through therapy you know as i got older um that i have been dealing with depression and anxiety since i was around 11 just from conversations that we had and around 2000 the end of 2019 I noticed um, that I didn't enjoy anything. Oh. Like, I got no fulfillment. I didn't want to do anything. I was on autopilot. It seemed like working, traveling, and just, like, crying a lot for no reason, not sleeping at all. Um, and, and to the point where I started, I had a panic attack in public, which created agor- agoraphobia. So I was scared to leave my house because I was afraid that I was going to have another panic attack in public. And... Um, um, finally talked to my doctor and my doctor, you know, hooked me up with the psychiatrist and I actually got on medication. Mm. And the reason that I started, uh, being open about my journey is because it helped me so much. Mm. Like I would not be here if I did not get on medication. That's how, that's how bad my mental health was. That's how depleted I was. Um, I, I had nothing to even give to myself. And just say like, so people will know your background. You grew up in the church, right? Yes. You had a relationship with God. Yes, absolutely. And I really, truly believe like my relationship with God is what had, what sustained me as long as as it did. But we we also live on earth in an earthly body, 
and our our mind, our brains, our bodies, you know, we have to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And we need to take care of our mind just as much as we take care of our bodies. Mm. Um, and so I got on uh, antidepressants. Uh, I just needed room in my brain. Everything in my brain was negative. Everything in my mind was, was uh, my mind, my thoughts were racing constantly. I had no room to even think about positive things. There was no positive affirmation that was gonna help me climb out of the depression that I was in. And then I just started, as I opened up, I started opening up to my friends, you know, because I wouldn't leave the house. I didn't leave the house for three months. And my friends were coming by. I I would only see a couple of people, like, and, and when I say that, like, I think people feel like it's dramatic, but I had physical, a physical representation of, of what was going on in my body. I didn't eat. Mm-hmm. I I dropped like twenty pounds in in like two weeks mm. or something because I I literally couldn't I couldn't eat mm. I would try to chew food swap I could not eat physically my heart was always racing I was always sweating mm. I was not sleeping which makes anxiety even worse yeah and um, I refused to get on benzos because they're highly addictive so I was trying like meditation and. You know, all these that <laughs> smelled like a tea bag. I, I had so many oils, that, essential oils on <laughs> my body, trying to like calm myself down. But eventually, I did. I, I got on antidepressants, and I and I thank God. You know, I, as I started talking to friends, I started talking to friends that were dealing with the same shit. Yeah. Mm. Nobody had ever said anything to me until mm-hmm. I opened up about what I was dealing with. Then they were like, "Yeah, I, I deal with the same thing." Found out some of my friends were on antidepressants. They never said anything about it. And so, I mean, I'm not on them now. What I did is I worked very closely with my therapist for the past uh, two and a half years with the psychiatrist because I told them this is going to be temporary for me mm-hmm. um, because I did. I gained a lot of weight. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Off of the medication. Yes, the, medita- the medication made me gain like 50 pounds. Not the meditation. The, the medication. medication. Okay. <laughs> medication. Not the medication. Not the medication. Um, so I was like, I'm only going to be on this temporarily. Um, that's not a reason that you shouldn't be on antidepressants, by the way. You want to be here. You do what you need to do. And that's what I needed to do. And I wanted to take the stigma out of out of the, the taking that medicine if you act, absolutely needed it. But during that time, I worked with my trainer. You know, we came up with an eating plan because what I had to do was create wellness in my life, mm-hmm. which I wasn't. I wasn't taking care of myself. You know, I was just going, 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 working, 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 working. And I wasn't taking a breath. I wasn't going for walks. I was working, going home in my room. I wasn't enjoying nature. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't drinking enough water. I wasn't getting enough sleep. So I created, I wasn't working out. So I created wellness in my life and that actually got me to the point where i can get off of medication she gave me balance yeah yeah so when you started working out was that your first time like having a trainer and actually committing to no but that was my well committing to yes to commit, but I had like it, committing I had to like your, mm-hmm. your physical fitness yeah yeah because at that point it's not oh i need to lose weight to look good right it was i need to live okay mm-hmm. okay <laughs> i need i need something after I work out, I can I can wake up and be in the worst mood. I can wake up and just be, you know, struggling. And I I work out and do something hard and get that good sweat. 
mm-hmm. yeah. and be in pain and be like, I yeah. did that shit. Yep. And then the <laughs> rest, you. yes, yeah. the rest of my day is you like empowered. Yes. Ready, 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 ready <laughs> to conquer. <laughs> ready to conquer. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. It was hard as fuck, but I did so, that. So basically you like it sounds to me when you once you realize that your physical fitness was more about your lifestyle mm-hmm. as opposed to you know how you looked you started taking it more serious mm-hmm. you know and i think that's important because i was on um i was on my me and my girl was on live like last week and she asked like a lot of women you know what are their fears about working out what are some things or struggles and a lot of them were saying you know it's intimidating uh it's uh you know i'm, I'm not i don't know how to stay disciplined i don't know what program to follow i don't um I don't think I can eat well. I got kids, you know, I got a busy life, I'm depressed, all these things. And um, you know, it's always interesting when you hear things because like it was all about you you're able a lot of the women were able to put those things, use those things as the reason they weren't working out because it was about appearance and working out just to like lose weight and stuff yeah. like that, you know. But it sounds like when you make it about something greater than like weight and uh, image and it's really about like being able to just live a fulfilling life mm-hmm. you'll find a way yeah you know and i think that's important so what to the to the to the woman that's that really wants to feel good about herself mm-hmm. but it's kind of scared you know how do you kind of make that first step just that first step how do you get to that space where it's just like okay i'm ready to commit to like my physical fitness um, it took me a couple of years to understand that it starts here first, mm-hmm. and the mental. way that it is, it's 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 all mental. It's up here, and the way that it started for me was um, uh, choosing myself. Hmm. And when I tell you for women, that is very hard. And I take a position a lot of the time in my friendships and my family as a caretaker, a mm-hmm. caregiver, and that's not always needed in every single relationship because what happened was I'm last. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is first because I take that caregiver position in every relationship instead of putting myself first so that I'm there, I can be there for them Mm -hmm. wholly. And um, so it's taken me a couple of years to understand that uh, choosing myself is not selfish Mm -hmm. and it sounds foreign and it sounds inappropriate and it sounds wrong to me it for a long time but you know making those making those decisions to actively choose yourself just to just to wrap it up and answer your question um has really helped me say oh god i don't feel like i really don't feel like getting up that early tomorrow to work out but i have this this and this to do in the afternoon and i need to get my mind right mm-hmm. i need to I need to, and that, and that is Amber. That is you choosing yourself. Yeah. So I would say, what does choosing yourself look like mm-hmm. to you? Mm-hmm. And then make those make those decisions because mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna feel so good oh, when yeah. you do it. At what point in the day for you does choosing yourself start? Because I I text Amber. I text Amber. I'll be up early. So like <laughs> my my time for other people starts at eight o'clock, seven thirty. You know, mm-hmm. eight o'clock because. 5 a.m. That ain't it. No, that ain't it. That, nah, and that's, that's what I'm that's, up. That's you. That's me. That's me too, right? but that ain't everybody that ain't, else. That ain't everybody. Mm-hmm. I text Amber, probably it might have been like 8.30, and then she hit me back later on, and she was like, my bad, bro. I actually don't check my phone until 10 in the morning. And I respected it so much because just being aware of like, 
I can't start off my day with notifications. Mm-hmm. I can't start off my day with answering questions. Protecting that energy. I gotta like, protect. I, I don't even look at my I phone. Know, I look. I look at it. I just don't answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't respond to anybody before ten a.m. Mm-hmm. This is my time. It's you. Mm-hmm. That's me working out, taking my dog for a walk, mm-hmm. praying in the morning, meditating, mm-hmm. reading my word, mm-hmm. reading a book. Like, I'm from about maybe eight a.m. to 10, 10 a.m. That's 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 my me time. That's your that's your golden hour. Yeah. That's, that's my golden hour. That's mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I wanna ask a question before we get up out of here. You know, if you could talk to yourself 15, 20 years ago, that Amber, you know, what would you tell yourself about life and you know, what would you tell that younger Amber about the world that she's entering today? Oh wow. Okay, so I was like twenty one. <laughs> Jesus. Um my my acting career just started. Gosh. That's a really hard question. Um I'll give you some time to think about it, right? If I could talk to my younger self, and I don't know how you guys feel, but one thing I would tell myself is a couple things I would tell myself. One, when you're ready, love is actually pretty cool. Being in love is really cool. You know, when you're ready to accept it, I, I, you know, and I think there's, we've talked about it before here on the show, it's so many um, examples that we have as young black men that steer us away from that, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, being older now and more mature, I could look back and say, you know, Yo, oh, you know, if if, the, if that happens to come along to you at some point in your life, you know, embrace it because it's cool. Another thing I would tell myself, my younger self is, yo, your dad is going to say some wild stuff, but he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> and you should probably trust him a lot more, you know. And I like I look back on my time growing up and I just like, damn, my dad told me so much of these things. And I, I for some reason, I felt like because my life went this way and his didn't that I may have known more than him, mm-hmm. you know, just been so naive and just hard headed, you know, and I, and I wish that like some things, a lot of choices that I made, I, I could have took him back, you know, if I would have just listened to his, as a, his advice. So, you know, those are a couple of things for me. What about you, dude? Do, is there anything? Yeah, you- very similar, man. I think that uh, I would have definitely told myself, man, seek help more. Mm. And um, you don't, you know, you, you can't do it by yourself, no matter how creative, no matter how hardworking you think you are, no matter, you know, how talented, bro, like, you don't know it all. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to seek help and seek people that can help you um, expedite your process, you know, and get you to point Z quicker, you know. And um, and also, like you said, man, I was just listening to my parents more and understand that they got a ton of wisdom mm-hmm. and then trust them more and allow them into my life more, right? Mm-hmm. I think that as I got older and got to college, I kind of was like, this is my life, this is your life, mm-hmm. you know? Like, hey, like, I'm doing this. You know, I'm not asking, like, what their opinion is. I'm just doing things because it's what I want to do, mm-hmm. right? So over time, it becomes, you know, they feel it. They're like, all right, so we're not involved in what he's got going on. So they probably don't even feel like they could just come to me and say, hey, yo, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, because I've already created that barrier. Um, so definitely having you know being like listening to them more than i will listen to like you know uh 
Michael Jordan or, mm-hmm. or Kobe Bryant. <laughs> like listen to my actual Seriously. parents that actually care about me yep. and, and like not thinking that my, my parents have some kind of ulterior motive to steer me wrong, mm-hmm. you know? So definitely those things for sure, you know? What about you, Jalan? <laughs> I was thinking about it right now. And honestly, I, I think the one simple thing I tell myself is... It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let people be people. Mm. Like, mm. very similar to Amber, I grew up in the church, and you create a perspective of what people are or what people should be. Mm. And within that, you create kind of like a false sense of judgment of people just because they just do things differently or they don't do things familiar to the way you've done it. So you actually block off yourself from, which is kind of oxymoron, you actually block yourself from a lot of blessings by doing that. Because you don't actually get to experience people in this fullness and they don't get to experience you as well because you closed yourself off to those experiences based off of the way that they live their lives. So they don't get to even see your life. So you even get to project your light mm-hmm. on new people. So I would say let people be people. Just let people be people and experience people as such. Mm. Amber, you know, we got to say the best for last. I'm mm-hmm. glad that you didn't answer <laughs> it right away. What would you tell your younger self? Um... I was thinking about it. I think I would tell myself, one, you are loved mm. because I, I, I do inner child work all the time. There, that, that little girl's still here. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those little things that I dealt with as a kid, those things are still there. Mm-hmm. So I do say things to myself like you're safe. Mm-hmm. You're safe and you're loved and it's, it's okay. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I know that you're crying right now, but you're okay. Yeah. Um, trust your instincts. Uh, for me, there's a lot of, there were a lot of things that I should have said no to that I didn't. Um, so I would say like, trust your instincts and, um, just know that God is going to carry you. You don't have to be so anxious about the future all the time. Be more present. Mm -hmm. I got, I got one last question to ask you. Just throw it out there. You said, trust your instincts. Career wise, do you feel like you've ever made a mistake or do you have any regrets that you've made in your career that you feel like you probably would have done something differently now? Um, I, I try not to dwell too much on on regrets or mistakes, so there's nothing that really sits out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that there are certain things that I could have probably said no to or didn't get involved with that would have... Everything's a lesson, though. But mm-hmm. it, it probably wouldn't have been so hard. Yeah. If I didn't, <laughs> if I just diverted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What about personally? Relationships? Any regrets there? Oh, no. I think I, nice. learned, I learned lessons from every relationship that I was in. Um, and I thank them and I leave them in love and light. Mm-hmm. That's all that I can love do. Love and light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's not a passive aggressive you... love and light, is it? No, it's not okay. a passive aggressive love and light because honestly, the only thing that I can control is me. And that's the only thing I can focus on. I can only focus on my mistakes and what it is that I've done and how I'm going to do better. 
if I sit and think about like every single thing that person may have done, for what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Amber, man, we want to really thank you for just blessing us with your presence. Thank it's you. been a pleasure. Um, we've had, I've really enjoyed this show and just really Same. learning about you and hearing you speak about your, your story and just perspective. Uh, man, we, we are we family now. Yeah. Nice yeah. family yeah. now. You're part of the fam. <laughs> and I, just on behalf of Nice and Me, I definitely want to wish you a happy international Women's Month, Women's thank Day. You. Right? you guys are important to the world important to people like us, right, um, have been super instrumental in our upbringing and just, like, sculpting us and molding us and, Definitely. you know, mm-hmm. creating, pe- creating people like us. And you guys help us. People Seeing women like you kind of just inspire us to just keep doing right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Thank so you. definitely want to acknowledge that. Um, if you are listening to this right now, please uh, subscribe to our channel on Spotify. Y'all subscribe to our channel on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> If you're watching this right now, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Oh, follow Amber on Instagram. What's your, what's your Instagram, Amber? Miss Amber P. Riley. M.S. Amber P. Riley. Okay, so Go make ahead. sure Throw that in there. Make sure <laughs> you guys follow her on Instagram. Follow uh, Jalan on Instagram at just.jalan. Follow Omar on Instagram at omar.bowden and myself at Duke. And nice to meet the podcast at nice to meet the podcast on Instagram. Um, with that said, man, much love, much gratitude. Till next time, I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Amber. I'm Jalan. This is another episode of Nice and Neat, and that's that on that. Peace. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old and I don't got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road or else get left behind. Yeah. To the hundreds, pledge allegiance, I stand. I'm going pull four in the fucking white sand. I give it all to this fucking mic stand if it's been done before. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Put a little spring in your step with great savings rates from Andrews Federal Credit Union. From now through March 31st, you'll earn 3.75% APY on your savings when you open our three-month Spring Forward Share Certificate. Start with as little as $1,000 and watch it grow. Open your new share certificate at Andrews Federal and spring forward towards your savings goals. Get started now at andrewsfcu.org. Andrews Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, APY equals annual percentage yield. For eligibility and membership requirements, visit andrewsfcu.org. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? 
head over to amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.